Welcome to This Life, the Chronicles of Autism Mums, hosted by me, Alison Sarah. Each week, I'm joined by amazing women who happen to have autistic kids. Hasna, Moira, Susanna, Reen, Maha, Karina, Huma and Rana, Alteki. Each week, we talk about navigating the ups and downs of parenting kids with autism and how that affected us and our lives as women, mothers and professionals. Strap in, grab some tissues, sometimes you'll cry from empathy and other times from laughter. Join us on our journey of this life. Hello and welcome to our podcast brought to you by Learn Autism. My name is Alison and I am with a, an amazing bunch of women um, who are parents of children on the autism spectrum. This podcast is all about us as mothers and as women primarily, all about our journey, how we've navigated parenthood with our children and really getting to the nitty gritty and talking about how we feel personally about our journey. So my name is Alison and I have three children. Uh, one son who is called Noah, who is 11 years old and on the autism spectrum. And um, I'm going to introduce all of our lovely ladies here this morning. And we're going to have a round table and we're going to go through and introduce them. And they can tell us a little bit about themselves and uh, maybe um, a little bit about their children. So we'll start with uh, Maha. Good morning, Maha. Morning. How are you? I'm well, how are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. So thanks for joining us this morning, and please uh, feel free to introduce yourself and uh, tell our audience a bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm, as Alison said, my name is Maha. I am from Australia. Um, Egyptian background, uh, I have been in Qatar now for five years with my family, my husband and my two children. Um, my uh, 12-year-old son, his name is Zane, is also on the autism spectrum. Um, he was, yeah, he was diagnosed when he was maybe two or three years old. And, um, and it's been an interesting journey sort of since then. Um, uh, he is going to, he's currently at the mainstream school, getting a bit of support there, um, continues to improve and continues to challenge with his different sort of stages that he goes through in his life. Um, we're now about to hit, yeah, the, the teenage years, which is a bit scary. <laughs> I've spoken to some parents who apparently say things tend to get better at this time as well. So, you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's where I am at the moment. Okay, great. And wh what about you? What do you do as a job, Maha? Do you work? Uh, Yes, I am a chiropractor. So I, yes, I've been a chiropractor for the last 20 years. So um, I'm, yeah, working at the moment as well. So juggling work and juggling family is always challenging okay, cool. and fun. Um, but it works. Good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, lovely to have you with us. And then we'll move. I'm just going around my grid here. So Moira, you're, you're up next. Good morning, Moira. Good morning. So How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm Moira. I'm from Scotland. We have been in Qatar for 10 years, just about. Um, and I have two children. And the youngest, Callum, is 11, almost 12. So he was two when we moved here. Um, what can I say about Callum? Um, uh, from the beginning, so, <laughs> um, we, when we moved here, um, we had just discovered 
well, we hadn't actually discovered anything, but we had gone down the route of getting sort of assessments to see how he was. And in the UK, uh, appointments are few and far between. So in between appointments, we ended up moving here. Uh, so very quickly, we tried to get him some speech and see how things went. Um, fast forward 10 years, he's been through mainstream and now he's back in a supported education, which I feel is probably best for him. Um, I think I've <laughs> jumped about a bit too much, but Callum is doing yeah, so good. So good. So good. Well. How are you doing, Moira? You said Callum is doing great. How are you doing? Ten years on. How am I doing? Well, I'm still on this roller coaster of some days it's great, some days it's not, and I think that is just life. <laughs> I, I think, think it's the same for all of us. On that roller coaster. Yeah. yeah, I think we all, <laughs> we're all on that boat. Yeah. Moira, tell us when you're... Um, yeah. when it's just you, children. Tell us about you. Tell us about you as a person. Like, tell us about what your background is in and, you know, what you were doing pre-children pre children and, and uh, life. Well, I haven't worked for money. Uh, since yes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, had fully intended to, but made redundant during maternity leave, and by which point Callum was in the picture. So, um, so yeah, I have been at home with the children the whole time. Mm-hmm. Very keen to get back to work, but it's not so easy. It's a big job. Big mm. job. Thank you, Moira. Good morning, Karina. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Wonderful. I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Karina, please tell us about yourself and introduce sure. yourself. Sure, sure. I am um, Brazilian. I've uh, been in Qatar for 14 years. Moved to Qatar because um, I got a wonderful opportunity to work here. I came as just me, you know, um, and met my husband here, we got married, he's Turkish, um, we have twins, and one of our boys has autism, Raphael. So what happened is when, when he was around 16 months, he got, start having the, uh, uh, not meeting the milestones and everything, we got the diagnosis, and he, the doctor said he was going to be, um, he was not going to speak. So what I did um, as a family, we decided that I was going to put my career aside and dedicate all my time for him. And I did that. And um, interestingly, I started learning about autism and I became passionate about it. And the more I learned, the more I want to learn about other learning disabilities and everything. And I started studying and I fell in love with the whole thing. You know, and uh, and now I work as a learning support assistant. I mean, it's been six years now, and I help children every day with learning disabilities, and, and that's that's my passion. So from my son, it transferred to you know a whole new world and a new opportunities. So it's I it's, think that resonates with so many people that they their um, what their career was and what their career is now really changes and takes a different direction based on um, 
based on the, the situation with our kids. What were you doing before, Karina? I was a logistics manager for um, at the airport. Okay, so a totally like diverse field that you've gone into. And I know that you're, um, you're getting your master's in special education as well. So yes. that's, uh, that's a, a big turning point and an amazing achievement as well. So thank yeah. you. Thank you for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Uh, and then we'll move to Susanna. Good morning, Miss Susanna. Good morning, Alison. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Very good. So my name is good. Susanna. And I'm Jordanian. I've been living in Qatar for almost 10 years. And actually, that's almost how old Victor is. He'll turn 10 next month. And we moved here when he was only a month and a half old. So um, it's been definitely an interesting journey uh, for us as well. I'm sure everyone has their own stories about, um, you know, um, how they found out about what's going on with their kids. So you want me to talk about myself first and then about him? Something like that? Yeah. Well, we want to hear about you. Yeah. yeah. So um, I actually used to work in the hotel industry. I was in the sales and events. Um, so under sales and marketing department. Um, and it was something that I really loved to do. Uh, however, after getting married and moving around to a few different countries, we ended up here in Qatar and with having Victor and not really having a lot of community or support, I kind of also stayed at home. Um, I haven't really worked much either. Uh, although I, I am now finishing my uh, life coaching certification. So I'm going to be graduating in a couple of weeks. So Amazing. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, yeah. So this is it. Do you think that um, was there a point in your... Um, was there a point where you decided, was there one point that, you know, you kind of made a decision to do, you know, the life coaching course? I think that for me was probably, um, it goes a little bit further back. I think I've always been interested in psychology. Uh, it was kind of what I wanted to go uh, to university for. But at that time for like certain family circumstances, it didn't work out. And although I did love my work in hotels, etc., it was just all like by coincidence. I never really planned on getting into that field. I just loved it once I did get in it. And then with moving uh, countries, because my husband is also in the hotel industry. So you tend to move every once in a while. Uh, so I was never able to kind of find my own thing, which brought on the idea to um, find a kind of job that can be basically mine that I can control um, because like, obviously, like a nine to five job with a little kid on the spectrum is not really very um, uh, well, for me, it wasn't very uh, realistic. Um, but also, I think I had a lot of my own uh, traumas and pains that I needed to go through and just going on that journey of learning how to navigate that was kind of what brought me to finally find the right course to take and I'm really happy to kind of like reach this point right now amazing amazing I want to talk um more about that um as well because I, I think it's it's interesting how they parallel with the autism diagnosis and obviously what you're doing is uh, I think it's interesting how they run together so we'll come back to you on that thank you Hasna. good morning well I'm Hasna 
my son Faisal and now my son Omar uh, both have an autism spectrum diagnosis. Faisal just turned 14 and Omar just is turning five. Uh, I can say that, um, I mean, I'm going to, since I mentioned that I have two, I can say the difference between the first time around and the second time around. And uh, I can just briefly say that the, felt, uh, the first time around, it really did feel like it was the end of the world, maybe for a couple of months until I figured everything out. Uh, the second time around, while the shock, the initial shock, let's say, because I think it's not, I don't think it's shock. I think it's trauma. <laughs> you know, the initial trauma of, of just uh, going through this again was like, it threw me off a little bit. But I can say that by three days, he was already in services. I was already very proactive. I already saw a lot of hope. I already knew what to do. So that told me a lot about myself, not as much about, you know, the situation, because situations continue to repeat themselves. But the way the way my mind is positioned now after 10 years of autism parenting experience is very different. So I could see what I needed to do. I could see past it. I could actually, I no longer had that stigma in my mind around autism because, you know, we've all learned to embrace our kids just as part of diversity and not just like different people. I mean, they're different, but they're not necessarily disabled or only disabled, you know? So we've removed that stigma. We've learned to we've learned to see that like people on the spectrum are just part of human diversity. And I think with that understanding and conviction going through the diagnosis the second time around, it was almost liberating. So yeah, that's what I'll say for now, but I'm sure we're going to dig into so much during the course of this we will. Uh, thing. I'm but yeah. Sure we will. Tell me. us a little bit about yourself as well. I mean, me, I've been, I've always, I mean, I've, I've always been a working woman. So I did for a few years, um, uh, just sit at home with the kids and just focus on that. And I think my, my, it wasn't until, and I did a lot of PR, I, I was in finance before, but then um, after the diagnosis, uh, all of that shifted and I started really a career supporting without even, you know, without even planning on, I was just looking for services for my son. And then um, I began a career that is focused on trying to just provide better lives, provide services, just improve the lives of, of uh, uh people individuals on the spectrum and whatnot and just and also different uh learning or developmental disability just like being more inclusive in general like trying to trying to um trying to make the world a more inclusive space it has been my my mission I would say so yeah I I I work and I have a lot of projects and and I do a lot of advocacy but I think that's a natural thing I think all of us mothers are actually advocates whether we want it or not automatically we're advocating we're fighting with the schools we're discussing where this is all advocacy so we're all I think the job that we all share is is we're advocates that's what we are we're mother advocates is it yeah absolutely absolutely thank you and now on to Hama good morning Hama Good morning. How are you? Um, very well, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my voice is a bit. <clears throat> Not um, at all. We're so happy to have you. Tell us, tell us about you. Tell us about uh, Tell us about okay. your experience. Uh, well, I've been in Qatar um, twelve years, and um, my, my son, my eldest, um, Heather, he was one year old when I moved to Qatar from Pakistan, and. Um, then I had uh, two little ones here. Um, Haider was diagnosed around um, because he was he was my first, and uh, you know I I wasn't very social at that time, so I didn't have a lot of interaction with kids that age. 
So it was around uh, two years old when my pediatrician, I also noticed that something was off, you know, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. And, uh, but then she, she mentioned that he might be autistic and I had no idea what autism was at that time. Uh, so then we went on this roller coaster journey of, of looking for therapists and, and, and places where we can um, get some help. Um, and it was difficult uh, at that time, but uh, eventually we found some really nice people who um, who really helped my son along. And I met some wonderful parents who were with me on that journey. Um, some of them are in this group right now. Um, uh, Heather uh, always, uh, he went to mainstream school uh, with um, a an LSE, a shadow teacher, of course. Uh, he's always had one. Um, uh, it's been uh, it's been challenging, uh, but he's uh, he's doing really well. He he's he's headstrong and opinionated and funny, and I love you know I love everything. It's uh, it's a battle. It's a continuous battle, but it's 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 a lot of fun. It's exhausting, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I studied psychology in Pakistan and then I went on to study graphic design. I haven't worked in those fields. Uh, whenever I try to think of work, uh, finally when my all my kids were in one school and I thought I could work now, but then um, my son needed me in school. So I, I couldn't, uh, so I thought it's okay, you know. Uh, so I've been working at the school uh, in parent association uh, till pandemic hit. And so, so that's it, you know, and so that's all right. I, I would rather uh, reserve my energies for the kids. I, I don't think I, I, I can do both things. Um, my other two, uh, my ten, nine-year-old and my seven-year-old, I have a boy and a girl. They both had speech delays and they required um, a, a, from a few months to a year of uh, therapy. But after that, um, they're fine. Uh, they didn't need any behavioral um, therapy. Um, but uh, but yeah, but with Heather, it's, and he's also in his teenage now. So he just, yeah. He's just waiting for his wings to and leave the house. He, he wants to be independent ASAP. So let's see. So it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Hama. Thank you for sharing that. And then last but absolutely not least is Reem. Beautiful Reem. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Alison. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, my name is Reem and I'm from Malaysia. I've been here since uh, 2007, so that's coming to 15 years. Yeah, um, that was when my um, my eldest son, Mikal, was only four months old. And um, I have three children altogether. So Mikal's the eldest, who's on the spectrum. And I've got one who's one year younger than him. And I've got a, a girl who's, uh, 10 years old. Uh, our journey has been a roller coaster. Um, it wasn't um, as, I mean, it wasn't 
easy at first. Um, was very, very challenging. I mean, he was meeting all the milestones except for speech. So, you know, at that time, um, I, it, didn't just, it didn't click to me that he had autism. I mean, I'm aware of autism, but I wasn't a specialist in autism. I didn't know that much, you know, all I knew that. And I didn't know there was a spectrum of kids on autism. So obviously it didn't click it click with me. And so I just got him assessed for speech in the, in the beginning because he had severe delay. And um, then a best friend of mine at that time um, who had ex experience with kids with autism actually, you know, spoke out and told me like, I've got to tell you this, you know, it might, sound harsh or brash or it might you know hurt you but I think he's on the spectrum and that completely shocked me and you know but I had to do something I couldn't just sit around and wait and not do anything but you know trying to get an assessment done back then here was was very difficult there was very limited resources there was a you know a long um, waiting list and at that time people uh, did not talk much about, you know, autism and, you know, there was no one to talk to about autism. You know, you had to Google things, but, you know, information online was just so overwhelming that you don't know what to do um, and where to start. But um, Alhamdulillah, thank God, he is doing really well right now. Uh, he has always been in a mainstream school and has always had an eight. But this year is the first year that he's going to school without an eight. And um, he's loving his independence. Uh, he's, he's loving um, to actually be by himself. And I think he's doing pretty well, according to the school. So I am happy. Um, less anxiety now. Uh, than before and um, we're let's see where it goes you know we have plans for him hopefully after high school college and uni but you know let's see hey cool thank you Reen. Yeah. thanks for that introduction uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself okay <laughs> yeah sorry uh, so um, well um, I I'm a stay-at-home mom. Since we moved to Doha, I was initially working. I graduated in IT and I was working in the mm, banking sector for um, eight years. And then, um, and then we moved here and we, I thought that I could start working once he started nursery. But, you know, since after that, I had another baby and then... Uh, then he got, sorry, he got um, assessed. But fair so, enough to say, Irene, you did have, you did do a healthy autism community and the special needs community a lot. You did have a few initiatives and you brought in some people, some specialists. Yeah. So you have been active in the field. I mean, yes, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we actually started the, uh, the first um, support group in under Doha Moms, which was called the Out of Sync. So it was myself, Roxanne, and two other moms who started that. 
And then, you know, um, a few years ago, I started a small consulting group because I do travel a lot and I do meet a lot of people and I try to bring in specialists from abroad and ideas from abroad here and trying to exposing the community to what is available out there rather than what is only available here. So that's, um, that's me. Thank you. Thank you, Ree. Thank you. Um, and also I'd like to introduce uh, Rana Smith, um, who is also here. Uh, Rana, um, would you like to introduce yourself? Okay. <laughs> My name is Rana. I'm from the United States. And I have a son who's uh, 11 and a half, almost 12, Ayub, and he um, was diagnosed with sensory processing disorder. So I'm not an autism mom, but I am there with you guys. I'm supporting you and I am um, hopefully uh, trying to and you've been and to be honest you've been active in the field like for a long time trying to support and let's say that sensory processing disorder does have a lot of um not similarities it does share a lot of the traits uh, especially the sensory traits of our kids and you were looking for a long time for diagnosis too so it yeah. wasn't like you were trying to find out what was going on so it's almost like a shared experience mm. yeah I couldn't, I just couldn't understand what was going on with him and it didn't fit into ADHD and this and this and this. But um, anyway, I am, I am here to support you all. I'm a techie person, so I'm kind of behind the scenes. So um, I'm ready for, to hear your um, amazing stories and to be inspired even more by each and every one of you. Thank you, Rana. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies. This has been a wonderful start to this podcast. Thank you for sharing the stories. They've been super insightful and we look forward to seeing you uh, on the next podcast. Have a great day. Bye.